Hey everybody, welcome to another Bookmore show. Stuart and Dean here again today. We're actually in London, although we're on separate floors of the hotel to do this, just so we get some good audio quality, because Mm. there were some gems in the meeting this morning, and I think this show is going to be spot on for anyone that's thinking about uh, how they can effectively use a book in their marketing funnel. So, uh, Dean, how's it going? Good. It's been a great three days. It's been fantastic, hasn't it? Really, some uh, some really great uh, insights come out, and it was nice to see. We had a bit of a mix, not wanting to derail us, but we had a nice mix of people who had been to the Breakthrough Blueprint Live before, and some people who were coming for the first time, and to uh, see the the pages and pages worth of notes that people had in terms of breakthroughs for their business. Mm-hmm. It was uh, really good, and some good book conversations as well. So, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, we had lots going on. And, you know, one of the things I had an insight these last three days about, um, it just kind of struck me how there, I seem to have noticed a pattern in the things that I do and that they all seem to revolve around something we were talking about as calling the minimum effective dose is <laughs> one of my favorite guiding principles. And you know, I, we've heard those words before, and one of the things that I always um, think about is what is the least amount of effort or least amount of, of uh, requirement to reach the objective that we're trying to reach. And, I, you know, I, I've learned and heard those words in a lot of different ways, but, um, you know, Tim Ferriss, talks about them in the um, four-hour body, how you know the, the basic concept of um, minimum effective dose is the idea that there's certain things where when you've got an objective, you can take uh, a certain dose of something that gets the result, and there's a point at which more isn't adding the effect. It's not making it, uh, I like to say, it's not making the boat go faster. You know, it's really just adding for the sake of adding. You know, there reaches a point where once you've reached the objective, you don't need to continue doing more. And so I've used that approach in a lot of different ways. And one of those is, of course, the way that we use it with the 90-minute book. And you know, we've talked about that idea that um, I look at the, the objective of the book being to uh, generate leads. If you're looking at a book for your business to generate leads, that to get in conversation with people who could be your ideal prospects, that the minimum effective dose of, of a book or the minimum viable product we've talked about before is, is really all it takes. You know, if you've got a book that is um, 50 pages or 40 pages or 60 pages, you know, in that the range of what we do with the um, 90 minute book, that really is the minimum effective dose. It gets the job done. You know, if you're, if you're looking at a, um, having a book and you've got a title that your, uh, that your audience really resonates with. And when they read it, they say, Oh, I'd like that book. It's, it's done its job, you know? 
Um, and I think that's the, it's the kind of effective use of energy, isn't it? We've talked a few times before about people having a hundred units worth of effort to put into something. If you're wasting additional effort on the first stage where yeah. you could be taking that effort and using it later yeah. as part of a, uh, as part of a, follow on sequence or to deliver extra things it's right. not so much that we're saying to people use the minimum effective dose because uh, we're suggesting people being lazy or take shortcuts not at all i think yeah. it's the effective effective is the is the key word there it's the right amount for the right job at the right time right that's it you're absolutely right and we were it was funny because these three days you know we had um an author in the um um in the group who has written a um, Sunday times. Is that the equivalent of the New York times or the Sunday times uh, best-selling book? And we were calculating that he had invested probably 500 hours in writing the book and how that was a um, lot of time. <laughs> in, in writing a book, you know, or what was like a, uh, you know, which when he was surprised by the thought that having a Sunday Times uh, best-selling book would be would open the floodgates to all the people trying to seek him out and find him, and you know, he realized that's not what happens. So being a smart marketer, you know, he's figured out how to, um, how to find people and how to, um, um, start relationships with them. And the book has always been a great, um, value for him in terms of building, um, reputation and getting his, um, message out there. And as a, uh, you know, a long-term, um, thing, having a book in the, in the world that, 20 years from now will be just as, as relevant. And so he does not in any way regret having spent the time to, um, to write that kind of a book. But I, I really believe that most people, most business owners, uh, most entrepreneurs or professionals or whatever, whoever's considering a book that the, uh, most of the time, I, I kind of go with Dan Sullivan's um, idea of the 80% approach, you know, that uh, the fact that you uh, invest your time in creating something that is um, just that, the minimum effective dose. What does it take to reach the objective that you're trying to reach with your book? And if you really kind of, I look at it, for me, and I've done several of these, uh, several of the 90-minute books. It's been the way that I've done books um, prior to setting it up and us creating it as a service that we offer for other people. It it kind of developed out of the way that I, I write books. And uh, I think that the uh, what's appealing to, uh, to people is that they know what to, um, they know what to say. They know what the message is. And I think that it's more important that you understand what you're trying to say, what your message is, than how many words it takes you to 
um, to say it. But I had an epiphany today because it was really interesting to me that um, I've used this approach in in everything that I do with marketing, not just in the the ninety minute book being the minimum effective dose of a um, of a book, but also in everything around it. You know, I was thinking to myself how uh, I developed this idea of a very minimal landing page where the only purpose of the landing page is to encourage people to leave their name and their email address so that they can uh, download a copy of my book or get their email address so that we can engage with them and and get their mailing address and send them a, a copy of the book. So there's that really has uh, stemmed through. And I, I realized that um, probably it's 2016, so 1997-98, when we first started making um, landing pages almost 20 years ago. That the scary thing is there's probably people listening who weren't were barely born back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so we have an author that was just how old is um our young uh author seventeen, I think. Connor uh Blakely. Yeah, 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 seventeen years old. But when you look at the um you know, the the pattern and this it's still true about websites today, that often people start uh by asking the question, well, what else? You know, that, that seems to be the, the uh, pattern. You know, I, we, oh, and we could add this, and we could add this, and we could add this on our website. And what I really, really found was that the less that I put on the website, the more response I would get, the more names and email addresses. So when I look at it, I let the objective guide the content. And so if I look at it, that the objective of the book is to have a book available with a title that my audience really wants to, um, to have. If I look at the book we did with, with Luba Winter, the adult acne cure, that book says exactly the right thing to exactly the right audience, and no matter what, they don't know or care whether it's 50 pages or 250 pages. It's got the title that promises the benefit that they want. So the uh, the 90-minute book format is really the minimum effective dose for having that book. Now, when you go to think about a landing page or where you're going to send people to get your book, um, you know, like looking at our 90 minute book or looking at email mastery or any of the uh, books that we've done with our authors, the things that we create are the very short um, landing pages with the objective of just getting people to leave their name and their email address so that we can start a dialogue with them. And so I look at things like that, that my objective is to just get their contact information. It's not to convince anybody to do anything right now. It's just that I've got the book. You're in the right place. Here's where the book is. 
just leave your contact information and we'll get the book out to you um, right away. It's very simple for people to, um, to see that. And I found when I was doing these web pages in, you know, 1997, 98, that the less options there were on the page. Like, you know, um, I find right now that people may put an opportunity for people to leave their name and their email to sign up for my newsletter or join my newsletter or, uh, you know, whatever the offer is. But if it's buried in among 10 or 12 or 15 other things that people can click on, they're going to get distracted and it's taking away from the core objective that I'm trying to reach with the web page, which is to just get in a conversation with people. So by stripping everything out, the minimum effective dose to get somebody's name and email is to match what got them there in the first place. They wanted to get the book, the 90 minute book. They go to 90 minutebook.com all they see is a landing page with a picture of the book. There it is. Here's how to write, publish your first book and then leave your name and your email address. And that's it. And so when we do things like that, we're getting opt-in rates of 60 and 70% of the people who come to the site, leaving their name and their email address. So by focusing on the objective, and then doing the minimum effective dose of what you need to do to reach that objective, your goals are in alignment and you end up winning that way. You know, you get the most for the least. Absolutely. And I think we said before, the constraints give um, a freeing and allow you to focus on the real job of work. One of the elements that I've heard you talk about before in terms of the landing page matching the ad. So if people, a lot of people, I guess, listening to this will have seen perhaps the Facebook ad that we've got from the 90-minute book certainly come through that landing page. But what people will notice is oh. the the ad copy in the very first place, the thing that people might see, all the, the words on a nine-word email, if we send them a nine-word email, a very minimal one single job of work absolutely targeted mm-hmm. the landing page is that's the only option they've got so i've heard you said describe it before as someone has the thought from the from the ad from the the contact in the first place someone has the thought that this is what i want to do by presenting them with a landing page where that's the only option it's almost incongruent that they don't fill in their details they went there to do this yeah. one thing this one thing is the only thing they can do Therefore, by not filling it in, it's almost not completing their own action. And I think adding other stuff to it, so having a Facebook like here or a newsletter opt-in over here separate from the, from the book or to click here for more information, it just gives people the opportunity to be distracted. And it's not that the minimum, in the term minimum effective dose, the keyword isn't minimum, it's effective. And that's what's the most effective, unfortunately, it's the minimum effort as well, giving more effort for, for other things. That's the way I've found it. Yeah. Now, if I were, you know, if it's, uh, thank God that the minimum is the most effective because that's a win for everybody. I don't have to write, I don't have to write so much. You know, if it was, if the minimum effective dose of a book was 250 pages, I, I wouldn't have any books <laughs> on the market right now, you know? 
But thank God that the minimum effect of those is 50 pages, and I'm able to crank those out. Absolutely. <laughs> because, again, I think it's the that's the most effective communicating that single task that you're trying to do, that one job of work that you're trying to achieve. Start a conversation with them that you can then continue in another way. Mm-hmm that's about the right size because any larger than that it's starting to go you're starting to just put stuff in there that isn't core that isn't just it's either uh going into multiple topics or you're starting to try to be convincing rather than compelling yeah um or for whatever reason you think that okay it's a physical book it needs to a book equals 100 plus pages yeah um going on the mindset from everyone else not actually stopping and thinking for a moment about what it is that you're trying to do um, right. just as you said before what you're trying to do at this stage is make an invisible prospect visible get someone to raise their hand and then start a dialogue that's exactly right and there, that's the third important part of this is start a dialogue and, and the only thing that i want to do and you just you said something that reminded me that most of the people listening to this have come through and had an experience of this by seeing an ad or hearing somebody or hearing me talk about or hearing Dan Sullivan talk about or hearing somebody talk about this idea of a 90 minute book and that you could get a, um, you could download this, uh, get a free copy of the 90 minute book by going to 90 minutebook.com. And so most of the people listening to this have had that experience. They've gone, they've left their name and their email address. And then at some point, there's uh, probably they've received a nine-word email. You know, we talk about just if it's been 60 days or 90 days since we've engaged with somebody, you know, one of the most effective things we have is sending a quick email where the objective is to determine are, is somebody still um, interested in writing a book? So sometimes the easiest way to, to determine that is to just ask. <laughs> you know, I mean, to say, uh, hi, Stuart, are you still interested in writing a book? And oh, that, you mean it doesn't need three paragraphs of introduction beforehand? And, uh, I, I mean, it's so, yeah, when people see that or hear that, uh, that concept, you know, it seems like so um, simple, simplified, but it doesn't, you, you know, when I look at it, that it's the most effective way to reach that objective of seeing is somebody still interested in writing a book. And we've seen that nine word email, you know, I call, I did a full series of um, ads in success magazine, full page ads offering uh, the email mastery book. The ad was just talking about the amazing nine word email that revives dead leads and telling the whole story about that and giving people the nine words, which are just, are you still interested in fill in the blanks of whatever it is that you do? And so, you know, we had lots of different um, examples of people, um, you know, looking, uh, using that. And I've used it for with real estate agents saying, are you still looking for a house in Georgetown? Um, used it with 
um, we had a, a gentleman who's used it for uh, jiu-jitsu. Are you still interested in jiu-jitsu classes uh, or learning jiu-jitsu? Um, uh, recruiter, executive recruiter had used to say, are you still available to for work? Um, that's a uh, that's an interesting um, way to use it. And of course, we use it right here with, are you still interested in writing a book? And once you just engage with somebody, once they respond to that email, it's done its job, right? It's the, the purpose, the objective of it is to engage in a dialogue with people who are still interested in whatever it is that you do. I was laugh because your brother is a, a yacht broker and you know, we send the email um, he sent the email saying, are you still looking for a yacht? It works at every level because mm-hmm. it's the most straightforward personal question that you can be asked. Mm-hmm. So the um, yacht example, people have heard, heard us talking about it before, but that uh, that revealed a contract that had been, uh, a contact rather, that had been, buried in some other leads for a couple of years and a reach out then started a conversation which is uh, these things don't happen overnight in the yacht industry but uh, is leading towards a 150 million dollar yacht being built mm-hmm. um so to to understand a lot of people i think particularly if there's any kind of hint of a corporate background will yeah. say oh well that wouldn't work in my industry because but i think we've evidenced in industry after industry that that simple effective short expecting reply email is a perfect way to engage and i think ties in exactly as you were saying ties in perfectly with the sort of trifecta of the the book approach it's the minimum but the most effective and minimum way of getting people to raise their hand it's the most effective way of engaging them and then the most effective way of starting a dialogue with them afterwards Mm mm-hmm in Agreed. a way as well, it seems much more personal. I mean, some of the, uh, just the stuff that we do, the number of replies we get where people are genuinely touched and affectionate that they've got a personal message. I think people get so desensitized to email and the whole kind of um, stereotype of, of emails barely being opened or responded to. I think that's when there's obviously, it's just a newsletter being sent out. Uh-huh. The um, the the response rate and the engagement that we see from short personal emails it's uh, it's through the roof. So I think cycling that back, circling that back to um, to the authors and the nine minute book program, writing a book that's the effective length, the minimum effective length to start that conversation. For anyone who works with us, we set them up with a uh, a landing page that reflects or is set up in the same way as the 90-minute book page. Again, the one that we find to be the most effective. Um, we help uh, or we craft for them just a short, engaging email to begin with. Mm-hmm. And that series, focusing at each stage on what it is you're trying to achieve. So we're not trying to write a book so that you become a... New York Times bestseller, mm-hmm. particularly writing a book so that you can sell copies, because for most people that's not as effective. The, being an author isn't the product in its own right, mm-hmm. starting the conversation. Then helping them uh, or writing for them at the beginning of a sequence that can identify those leads, capture those leads, and start the conversation. 
for the most part, we talk about the 90-minute books as a, as a business tool, as a way of uncovering invisible leads. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, without doubt, we've proved that this is one of the most effective ways of, of using a book as that, because it's pulling all of the right levers to, to get traction and get engagement in the most effective way possible. Right. And I think that you know, the, the practical way to start observing this and start applying this is to look at all the things that you're currently doing and just ask the question, you know, is this, what would happen? Like, where do we reach the point that, um, that it's all this extra effort is not going to make a difference, right? Like there's, there's such a huge difference in the amount of work between 90 minutes and 500 hours. <laughs> and you have to ask and question, where does the line, you know, like the, the ROI on the, on the extra effort that it takes to create more, um, is, it, is, it, is it effective? Is it adding anything? Is it what I call making the boat go faster? You know, when I look yeah. at my objective... The, the thing that I'm looking for is the number of people who will ask for the book, whether it's the, the adult acne cure, whether it's email mastery, whether it's 90 minute book, whether it's the guide to winter haven health prices, um, whatever it is, the only, the thing that matters is at what rate, what's the percentage of the people who come to the landing page that leave their name and their email address, right? And so I've seen that we're getting, um, as I mentioned, it's not unusual to get 60 to 70%, for certainly 50% of the people who come to a page to leave their name and their email address. So if you compare that to what, your current website is doing, um, so you're going to find that those numbers are very high. And I find it, I mean, I'm surrounded by and friends with the, the people at the very top of the marketing world that are amazed by how high the opt-in rates are when you strip away all the excess, um, all the excess All the distractions. All the distractions. Where does it become a distraction? You know, and so just like the minimally effective does, it's not beyond 50 pages. It's not making the boat go faster. 50 pages is a minimum effective dose for a book to say that it's a book, yet it still feels like it's short enough that you could read it in one sitting, you know? Um, and so 150 pages is not making the boat go faster. It's not, you know, the, the incremental return on the uh, extra 100 pages is not getting you more opt-ins. It's not getting yeah. more people to ask for it. The title is what does that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, uh, just exactly what the route I was going down as well. The title gets the opt-ins. It carries on the thought. Fifty pages for the first book 
that same amount of effort that you would go into writing the additional 100 pages, you could write a second or third book aimed at a slightly different You could write a second or third book, or you could write a series of 12 newsletters that will follow up with those people for a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which leads back to the other conversation. We're running up towards time now, so I have to pick this up in another show. But it follows on to the other conversation of the um, the uh, conversion rates over time of how many people are likely to convert in the first ninety days and then the following twelve months. Yeah. So um, we'll definitely pick it up in a future show. But absolutely, the not sacrificing everything just in that one shot, having an orchestrated plan over time mm-hmm. is uh, yeah, it's definitely the a better use of time and and way more effective mm-hmm. fantastic well as i say we're just about to run up on time so if anyone's interested in writing their own 90 minute book then obviously head over to 90 minute books you can reach us uh just drop us an email to hello at 90 minute books if you've got any questions about the process and we'll get back to you betsy or susan they're waiting to follow up on their calls um if you want to get started now obviously there's uh, no time like the present so uh, just head over to 90 minutebookscom forward slash start and uh and then just think in the next uh with just 90 minutes of your time you could be uh one of the examples that we're talking about of people getting optimum rates of uh, of 50 60 70 percent perfect any last words from uh, from I think you're seven floors below me. Any last? Oh, there we go. I think there? you've said the. Uh, I think we've reached the minimum effective dose. Perfect. Okay, Dean. Thank you. Speak soon. Thanks, guys.